Today's guest is a former military sergeant and has been active in the high-performance leadership space for over seven years. He runs a coaching company called The Pure Man, where he helps male entrepreneurs grow their business and all areas of life using the military method. He is also the founder of Pure Performance Units. Welcome to the show, Rowan. How are you doing? Yeah, man. Thank you for uh, the introduction. I'm really excited for uh, today. And uh, I'm doing really fine, man. What about yourself? I- I'm doing so good. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Mirror Talk. I'm so excited to be speaking with you. And I'm so excited and happy that I'm going to learn from you today. Also learn from your experience, you know, going through life up to this moment and also from your military journey and also now your coaching company. A lot of stuff I am looking forward to yeah. learning from you today. Cool, man. <laughs> so, uh, yes. So I, I would love us to, you know, just jump into it. Like I would love to hear about your life journey so far and your experience in the military. Like what's, what motivated you to join the military and what made you, you know, so active in the high performance leadership space also? Yeah. So that's a, that's a beautiful question. And I will, try to go back like way back because um, yeah. what most people think of a military sergeant is definitely not what my past was like that. I'm always like a, an alpha dude who is like always up front, stuff like that. I've mm. been like around five, four years old when I was uh, hospitalized with a near death experience. And that moment, I honestly think because I woke up in the hospital, I couldn't breathe. And I woke up at the intensive care. And that moment, I truly believe that that moment shifted me into, I want to get the most out of my life because life is not uh, forever. And it's not that I was conscious of it at that age, but now thinking about it, now I get why I'm so driven to help people get the most out of their lives. So going a bit forward into uh, my age was around like 11 years old, my parents divorced. And it was a crucial event in my life because... At that moment, I'm the oldest kid with one little brother. And I was like the provider between my mother and father because they had some money issues with each other and other struggles. And I need to communicate between both. So that made me grow up uh, and becoming an adult way quicker. And a couple of years later, still the same situation. I got also bullied uh, a lot on high school like the first year in high school. And all these events, I tell them not to feel sorry for myself, but these things made me. And I'm really happy that these things happened because this life story is what I take with me to create what I want to create. Because long story short, the moment that I got bullied, I was the smallest kid at school, so it was an easy target. But I remind myself, and I, I still remember that I was most of the time pretty happy. Because I thought, you know what, my parents have way more difficult than me. So I got into like gaming addiction, all that kind of stuff. And that led me to 15, 16 years old, where we needed to make a choice, like what will be your profession, your job. And I never really had direction in my life because, Hmm. yeah, I didn't have any purpose. So what I thought... Or it will be something with sports because I really like sports. Or it would be something in the military because I felt like I didn't have direction, but I wanted to make an impact in the world. So I thought, you know what, let's join the military. At the age of 17, 18 years old, I joined. One year later, I became a sergeant, so a leader in in teams because I had the education for it. I thought, you know, I'd get the most out of it. 
and yeah. at the age of 18 I was already like a like a leader in the military so I was quite young and mm. most of my yeah age group or 18 19 20 had a difficult time because they needed to be a leader for guys who are like 30 years old or older which are already for a yeah, long, way longer time in the military than us like one year and all these events made sure that I needed to take a step back and look at the situation, see what kind of person do I need to be in this situation to get the most out of it. And not in a manipul manipul manipulative way, but more in a way of like, hey, I see the situation, what's necessary to get the most out of it. Long story short, Joining the military is one of the best decisions in my life. I was a super insecure guy with no purpose in my life, got bullied, and that was one of the things that I always felt like, hey, I'm not good enough. Mm. But becoming a leader created confidence in myself to stand in front of people, speak in front of people, lead people. And slow but steady, year after year after year, I built up that confidence. When I was... 22, 23 years old, I went to Afghanistan, also um, as a leader, but then leading my own like logistics team, was just one person, but still, and I had no experience in logistics. So almost all my life, I started to do things i never done before. So this experience helped me to think about, you know what, whatever leap I take, I will fix it. Building up that confidence, like whatever will come to me, I will fix it in some way. And everything went well. Afghanistan was one of the best times in my life. I happy that nothing bad happened. But I went back home and then my relationship of six years, uh, we, we broke up, which was a good idea because we just became two different persons in the last three, two, three years of the relationship. But it made me realize something. Like I was pleasing my relationship and the people to just be what they wanted me to be. And the moment that we broke up, made a shift in myself. This is the moment I'm going to focus on who I am and what I want to be and not what other people think about me because I was still a bit insecure. Even after so much years in the military, I was still insecure about being myself and expressing myself. Yeah. One year working in a corporate company as a team leader logistics, leading a lot of teams, as a lot of people in a logistic team, like 65 people. And I realized I'm not really a capable fit for corporate or nine to five job or whatever, because I always felt like trapped in a little box. I couldn't be myself. Mm -hmm. I'm really creative in all these businesses, all these jobs. I couldn't express my creativity. And then entrepreneurship came to my path. I never really saw myself as an entrepreneur, but the moment that I took that leap, next to working that nine to five job, slow but steady building up the business, I realized this is what I need to do. I can fully mm -hmm. express who I am, make the decisions that I need to make, and rely on myself to fully tap into who I am. Mm -hmm. Leaving the corporate company, going all in, with what I uh, created, was a social media marketing agency. But then something weird happened because I had a yeah, small company, like a one-man 
company, which was just making okay money, maybe the same or double that I made uh, for working for a boss. So I just could provide for myself. But I felt something was missing because I worked with people almost yeah, all my like adult life from 18 to 24. Yes. And now it was just all myself creating ads for companies. And I realized, no, I just want to be a coach. I want to help people. I always had a strong feeling towards people and getting the most out of them. Hire a coach. Then, yeah, one and a half, two years later, we are where we are right now. In that journey, I learned more about myself in the last one year than I did mm. in the years before because it became yeah. something what I truly believe, and that's why I call it the pure man. I mm. slow but steady remove everything what doesn't belong to me but belongs to other yeah. people in my environment, my parents, teachers, whatever. Mm. And slow but steady started to focus on what's really me and building a company about what I am. And doing that was interesting, sometimes very difficult because hey, it's, a, it's a constant look in the mirror like, hey, this is who you are right now. And also yeah. coaching a young man to do the same. But uh, for mm. me, it's one of the most beautiful things that I've done in my life and still doing every single day because I see how people change their lives by just yes. me doing what I feel like I should do. And that's super weird in terms of like, whoa, I never thought that this would be my path. Mm. But now if I look at my story, this should be my path. Because the reason why I want to help people get the most out of their lives is so that they possibly never divorce and children are not getting in a situation where they have split parents. That's like my mm. true life mission to help people just be who they are so that they don't get in relationships where they shouldn't be into, but be in a relationship that they are 100% aligned with each other, open, everything, so that yeah, no children will be left alone. Like you're, you're using your, your own experience, your life story to you know, help other people not to go through the same thing that you've, you've, you've experienced or gone through in life. Yeah. yeah that's so beautiful. And, yeah. and most of the thing is, most of the beautiful things is, is they don't come to me to become like a better father because they are like my age, I'm 27. They are also like 20, 21, 22. They just come to me because they want to make more money and they know they, they feel like that they are... Um, not disciplined enough, not structured enough, all these things. And that's, of course, I can easily help them with that from a military background. But what I really do is help them step into who they actually are so that they can choose the life they want to live. Because most of us are living a bit of fear, like being left alone, fear of rejection, all these things. And I teach them to go over that and just take the leap take action, but really be themselves so that they mm -hmm. can help basically themselves, but also if they get in a relationship so they can help their woman, man, whatever, also yeah. see that confidence so they grow together. And then mm -hmm. my mission is complete because then I know hey, if they bond so well together, they're honest to, to each other, they don't lie, 
they are talking about those difficult things also because that's what we teach. That is necessary. I know that then the relationship is based on trust and yeah, then it will be a super powerful thing where they can build whatever yes. they want. Yes, that's very true. That's very true. See, I'll, I'll love to take you back to the age of 18, yes. like from your story. Like, how was it like for you back then, at the age of 18, 17, in the military, and also leading, you know, people that are 30 years old in the military? How was that time of your life for you? Yeah, it was uh, an interesting time. But um, if I look back at it right now, for me, mm. was mainly mm. that I was focusing on my gut feeling. And that's interesting because the last four or five years. I was not really doing that, but I can recall from that time, if I was overthinking and insecure, they would never listen to me. So what I needed to do is teach myself how to be confident in what I want to do right now or should do right now, and then lead with what, what feels best. And then what I've seen is just be humble, but be open-minded because I know if I would be in their situation, I would think the same, like, what's this guy going to tell me to do, right? Yeah. So I, yes. what I thought was, what would be the best thing to do so that they are respecting me and the other way around as well? And what I did mm. was be open, like, guys, I, I know what you probably think. What does this 18-year guy do in our team leading us? Mm. I get you. I feel you. But we need to do this together. And I'm really open-minded to learn everything from you so that we can make the best team possible. And then mm. from there, of course, at the beginning, you need to earn your stripes and your respect. But what I've seen mm. is that these guys shifted real quick and respected me real quick because I also showed them that I'm capable of what I am doing. And that was a really beautiful time because it took, of course, one or two years until I was 20 that... Yeah, it became more fluent and more um, natural. But the thing is, one of the things that I was lucky is that because of the past events, I was acting way more uh, adult than most of the guys from my age. So they already thought that I was like 23, 24 years old when I was 18, 19 years old. So that was my yeah. lucky factor. But... Also, in that combination, it was, of course, a lot of times I was a bit anxious, like, what should I do? But that's normal. That's that's not about age, but that's just normal in new situations. But for me, it was life-changing, man. That makes me the man I am right now. Yeah, it made you the high-performance leader yeah, that you are yeah. today. Yeah, yes. mm. And talking about high-performance um, leadership, I would love you to talk to me about all educates me about your coaching program called the pure man you've already um, explained the inspiration behind it but what, what would you say a pure man is and why did you decide to call your coaching company the pure man yes so one of the things that i realized in my journey is that i always had issues with people especially men who are like that typical alpha dude which is like very loud look at me very ego-based leading and I always had issues with that because I truly believe like, hey, everyone can be an alpha, but you don't always have to be like, you look at me person. Mm -hmm. uh, but the problem is most people put those on the pedestal. Like, hey, th these are the best examples because they know how to mani mani sort of manipulate the situations in terms of like, eh, for the ego. But I realized, mm -hmm. okay, that's not me, but I'm still someone who is in front of crowds powerfully. So 
I truly believe that there is a different kind of man, which in my opinion is way more powerful than look at me, I'm the alpha man, I'm the best, blah, 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 dude. And that started me to go to the inner journey and look at like, okay, what's this power inside of me, which I want to express, but not always, so that it's balanced. And then I realized that there are a lot of men who are super powerful inside, but they were afraid to speak up because they've thought that those guys are the real men and we are weak, but that's not the case. And this journey led me to realize, okay, what will be left if we say, I don't have a self-image or an ego or the conditioning in terms of like what people taught me about me, teachers thought about me, my parents thought about me. What if I let go of that and really start to feel like, who am I actually? And I realized that then what's left is something which is more powerful than everything we tell ourselves that's true. Because that I failed at school to do public speaking, like uh, at that moment when I was a child, doesn't mean that I'm a bad public speaker. It only means that back then I was afraid or whatever. Right now, it's one of our missions to become a public speaker because of that event. And I realized everything's possible as long as you remove all those filters and labels from, your, from yourself and just seek what's really true for you. So if I think I can jump 10 meters high and I realize that's not the truth, okay, that's not possible. But what is possible then? And then from there, this is just like a metaphor, but from there, you can really see for yourself who I'm at, who am I? And the only thing you can do is by taking action and proving to yourself what you feel, that's the truth. And you can only do this by taking action and not overthinking. And that's still something, of course, everyone has an issue with that. And I still have often as well, but that's normal. But if you realize that you're in the overthinking mode, you know, okay, take a step back. We need to take some action because then this will be resolved. Mm -hmm. And that's for me the pure man. The pure man is someone who is super powerful, who knows like there is something way more inside of me than people can see from the outside. Some people mm -hmm. call it God. I call it the pure man because every person, in my opinion, has a mission in life. And the more we yes. are aligned with what our mission is, the easier things go. And that's what actually happened for me when I started to become a coach. I felt like that everything was clicking at the moment that I said, I'm a coach. Internally, I felt so good. I didn't have clients. I didn't make money, but I felt the best, uh, yeah, best of my life at that moment. And I realized, okay, these signs are telling me that I'm closer to God, or in my opinion, the pure man, mm. to create what I should create on this earth. Yeah. And I use it in two sides. So the pure man is the way I see a man, but also what people have inside of them, men and women, which they should yeah, align with to create what they should create on earth. Mm -hmm. Because we are yeah. not here to sit back, do, do nothing, be lazy, and that's it. We are here to make this world a beautiful place, right? Everyone yes. in their own way. So... Mm. That's it in, in like real short explanation, man. Yes. So can you can you enlighten me on the on the military method that you use to you know help men or male to become you know better people or to become better entrepreneurs? Yeah. 
One of the things, why it's also the reason that it's called the military method, there's a lot of military principles. But one of the things that I recall from my time, the moment that I joined the military, one of the first days, the instructors told us, like, listen, everything you learned from your mom, your teachers, whatever, is a lie. From now on, we are going to teach you what a man is. And that, that is something what inspired me because what we do is basically we get them in our like group, which is the pure performance unit. And we give them the military method. It's like an online training ground, but also like a lot of information and uh, modules to help them become a better person in business life, every area. But the moment they join the first training they get, the first modules they have, the first modules they have, is all about removing everything they thought about themselves so that we mm -hmm. only focus on what's true right now. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about it is all those fears that they had from the past as a child, as an adult, whatever, is mm -hmm. dropping down. Because now they see, hey, I'm way more than I told myself that I am. And that's why mm -hmm. I call it the military method because at the moment you join, we tell them, like, listen, everything you believed about yourself, challenge yourself to believe that that's not the truth and discover what the truth is right now. And then, yeah, we have a lot of tools to make it easy for them in terms of, like, holding themselves accountable, holding each other accountable, doing group chats, calls, all these things. But yes. the most powerful thing is that that method our doctrine of living, because then mm. you can use this every single time and every single time you will find something new to learn. And that's yeah, super powerful. Hi friend. Are you enjoying this episode? We would love to hear from you. Kindly send us a feedback. Are you following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, maybe on YouTube? and other podcast platforms. Are you following us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook? We would love to connect with you on all platforms. Links and further details are available in the show notes of this episode. Thank you. That's true, yes. So how would you define a man? Like you said, yeah. um, in the military method, they told you they told you where a man is. Yeah. So how would you define a man and how can we be, be how can we be a pure man? Yes, so that's uh, an amazing question. So in my opinion, a man is someone who acknowledges that he can be a strong man. So in life, you have masculine energy and feminine energy. And it doesn't mean that if you have high feminine energy that you're not a man. It's just energy in someone's body. A true man, in my opinion, is someone who acknowledges both so he can step into his masculine energy when necessary to take action, to make decisions, to get structure, provide uh, uh, direction, all these things. But sometimes also in the feminine side where it's more careful, more loving, open, kind, all these things. If you acknowledge both and you're playing with it in the right way, like a dance, in my opinion, yeah. then you're starting to become a pure man because everyone has these two. But what most men think, that they always should be super masculine and super manly and like raw, 
And if they feel a bit lesser, they feel weak. In my opinion, if you acknowledge that, you are open for growth on both sides. Because yeah. everyone has his own things. But if a man who is super powerful and strong, but sometimes has his struggles and he's open about it, he shares some vulnerability on the right way. Mm -hmm. So like, yo, I'm struggling with this. I'm, ha I'm fixing it right now, but know that this is going on. So some people might think, okay, now you're weak, but that's not the truth because I'm super strong right now because I'm telling what's going on. And if, even if you try to pick on me, it doesn't do anything to me because I already told you what's up. And if you then try to do something to me, you're a weaker man. And in my opinion, if you can combine that, that's a pure man, because you're trying to 100% be yourself, discover who you are, share vulnerability and open and loving and kindness that you can be there for your family, but also be real with yourself and be authentic yeah. without just being the drill sergeant who is always saying like, go, 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 go. That's not possible. Mm -hmm. We are humans. That's not possible. Mm -hmm. So how would you advise, you know, men out there who are trying to, you know, um, you know, balance it up or try to explore their feminine energy, for example, or, you know, some people, sometimes, you know, community or society teach us to, you know, suppress that feminine part of us as men. Yeah. How, how would you advise men to, you know, be able to come to terms with it and, you know, make the best use of both energies that we have? Yeah, so... I think the best way to do this is find mentors in your surroundings. Social media is a beautiful place to find inspiration for that and get yeah, learn from there. Like a lot of people see social media as a, as a bad place. For me, I see this as the most beautiful place there is. It can be used in a bad way. It can affect you in a bad way. But if you use this properly and you choose the right people to follow, it can be a source of inspiration, motivation, and action, which will help you move forward. So for example, if you always feel some emptiness inside. And this is not like saying like, oh, now you should follow me, but just follow people like me who then can show you like what we think is possible and what we think is true because we live that every single day. And from there you can see and express and learn new things about that. One of the things that I honestly think is also super powerful. Uh, I also have this book just next to me right here. That's the, way of the superior man, where exactly yes. that that question that you've asked is uh, explained in this book. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm rereading it. So that's why it's on the desk. And I read it, yeah, I read it for a couple of times. But here is explained so well, what in my opinion, and it's a funny thing, I defined the pure man before even reading this book. And then I read this book and I thought, whoa, this is exactly expressing what I already taught and feel about what yeah. the real man is. So, um, yeah, I think reading, social media, YouTube, use it in the right way, use it with intention and direction, and that can help you uh, tremendously. Yes. And talking about, you know, social media and YouTube and all that, people out there of listeners or myself, I'm like curious right now to know how I can connect with you, for example, if I want to, get in, in touch with you to get some coaching, yes. to get some help. What's the best way to, to do that? Yeah, so if you just search for my name, I think it probably will be somewhere on the podcast as well, but it's roam.wigman. Yes. If you search it on Instagram, you will find me for sure over there. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook, all on the same name. 
Uh, YouTube, I also have a channel, but that just has like three videos, but they can definitely help you. Whereas the pure man is the YouTube channel. And if you're listening to this, there could be potentially um, a possibility that my own podcast is launching already or has been launched already because this is something that came on my mind the last week. I wanted to relaunch my podcast again. And then I would probably like almost 100% be uh, the Pure Man podcast where you then also can listen and follow to, to it as well. Yeah, that would be so awesome. We're looking forward to your podcast. Yes. And I'll place all of the, your information in the show notes of this episode. So I encourage everyone who is listening right now to just click on the links, copy the links and get across to, to Roman. Yeah, perfect. So awesome. Yes. So um, would you tell me what it means to be a high-performance leader? Like, what does that mean, actually? Yeah, so high-performance leader, in my opinion, is that you are working in a space where we are always focused on, on, on the best results possible in the least amount of time. So, for example, in the military, of course, we want to get the best results in the least amount of time because more time could be more uh, dangerous. When I was working in a high-tech company where I was leading teams up to 65 people, it was exactly the same. It was a very ambitious company, so it was always like a running environment, but I really like it. In stressful environments, I get chill and relax so that's a weird thing but I, I really get like super calm focus in a stressful environment and that's what i do right now as well i'm just working by myself as a coach with a small team but what we do right now is then get the most results possible for their business and life so that we can make the most money but also get the most fulfilled and the best results in the least amount of time without stressing overworking all these things but really focus on efficiency and fulfillment yeah Like, are there other ways we could, you know, develop the right mindset to become leaders in every every area of our yeah. lives? So, what I always try to do is create certain habits in my life which are in, in each area. So, for example, for my mind, could be uh, or could be as meditation, it's cold shower, it's all these things which help me increase my mindset, make it stronger. And spirituality is more like also uh, meditation, but also some journaling. And for each area, I have certain habits, which then are like automatic softwares running in my system. So at the beginning, it's difficult to follow, but then slow but steady, it becomes an automatic system for myself, which then I don't have to think about it. Plus, yeah, reading a lot, like making reading a priority. And especially what I always do, or this is like a tip I can give, is most of the time I listen to the same book as I'm reading to it. So then I can read through it faster. But I'm also, I'm more like an audio guy. So I'm, if I'm reading it and listening to it, I will adopt everything way faster. So this information will be yeah, way stronger into my system. But as you can read faster, so it's like a win-win. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's mm. so beautiful. So it's different methods of reading yeah. and reading fast and, you know, optimizing through meditation also, connecting with yourself, aligning your spirit, soul, and body. Yeah, yeah the most important yes. is like if you create the right routines and habits, mm. that's really huge. If most people don't have that, if you can create that for yourself, and it doesn't have to be a thousand things, but if you can create that for yourself, you will see a huge shift in your life. Because you take yes. control. What we most often do, and that's what we 
you know, we've been teached is we are reactive. So we react to the situation when it happens. But what we want to do as men and women is we want to be proactive so that we take action before things happen. So we are in control. And of course, sometimes we need to be reactive and that's okay. Yes. But the more you can be proactive, you choose what kind of life you are creating. Yes. So we have to be in control of the yeah. kind of life that we are living. Exactly. Yes. So... So, so now I've, I've understood everything you are saying, Rowan. Like now I'm going to take steps. I'm going to start meditating. I'm going to start journaling and taking cold showers and all that kind of things. I, like, is there like a way I could use or like, is there like a system or methods that I could use to, you know, track my performance over time? Like to say, okay, today I've, I started meditating and in the next six months, I want to see how my performance has improved yeah. or increased or, you know, how I, how myself personally have, um, you know, developed myself over the time. Are there like ways or systems to best, you know, track that? Yeah. So what I've done is created my own tracker and for example, Google Sheets. And this is like a very advanced tracker, but you can, everyone can create like an easy one in Google Sheets where they just fill in the habits, what they want to track. Then we check boxes and then they check the boxes every single day. And then after a month, you'll see exactly like how many times you did it, how many times you didn't do it, and everything is okay. Everything is feedback. Because what we often see is that we, when we fail, we quit. But we only fail when we quit. So we better just move forward instead of just quitting and say, yeah, it's not working. It's definitely working, but we also need to realize the reality is different than we expect from ourselves. So the moment that we seek reality and see, hey, this is the truth right now, that's okay. I want to improve my yes. current version and not what I think yeah. that I should do and no, I think I can do. Yes, I love what you just said right now. Like everything is a, everything is a feedback. Everything, yeah. like you fail to do it, it's a feedback for you to improve. Like don't give up, just continue. Exactly. Yes. Ah, wow. But how, how do we, how do we, you know, perform exceptionally without losing consistency? Like I want to be consistent yeah. in everything I do <laughs> and I want to perform exception, exceptionally. How can we, you know, how can I, or how can we, you know, perform exceptionally without losing that consistency? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, a bit of the same answer that I just gave you, but then it's more like mm -hmm. everyone can create a super simple system for themselves to do this. And what do I mean by that is, Simplicity is key in everything because we often think we can do 10,000 things at the same time. That's not the truth. We can most of the time do one thing very, very well at the same time because our mind is not really wired to do 10, thing, 10, yeah, 10 things at the same time. So what if we just look at the situation we are right now, look at the situation where we want to go to, and then ask yourself what steps are necessary to go there? And then I use, for example, a tracking system to ask myself, what kind of habits do I need? But I also ask myself a question, what kind of projects do I need to create? And then only focus on that, but minimalize it. So everything that I write down is first like a draft. But then after you wrote it down, now you need to cut off yeah, everything what's not important right now. And that's one of the most, yeah, yeah most difficult things to do but when you do mm -hmm. that and say hey what's 80 percent what i can do with 20 percent of the things so the 80 20 principle what's the 80 percent of the results that i can do with this 20 percent of the things that i do because most of the yeah. time what we do the 20 percent of the the 100 gives 80 percent of the results and if we can find that before even doing it 
you'll save a lot of time. You'll only focus on the things that matter the most. And after you finish that, you will write down what the next steps are. Most of the time we will write huge plans and we never start because it's overwhelming. That's why it's important to keep it simple. Focus on what should be done now, what gives me the best results now. And then yeah, when you're taking action, you will find the next steps which will help you move forward. Wow, that's so brilliant. Like keep it simple and take it step by step and then yeah, you exactly. just move forward from there. Yeah. Yes. Wow. From your experience, you know, of building a, a thriving coaching company, which are, which will soon eat, you know, um, multiple six figures, like what, what are the secrets or tips of building a successful business? Can you like reveal some of them to me yeah. or to us? Like what are the secrets behind it? Yeah, so I, I don't really think they are like secrets because um, mm. it's really simple in the way of, of course, it's not, it's not easy, but it's simple in a way for me. When I became a coach, I decided to dedicate myself to this mission. And for me, in my mind, and maybe that's just a military mindset, is I'm going to sacrifice or invest almost everything I have to fulfill this. So like the all-in mentality. And for me, this mentality to not seek safety, but seek challenges and discomfort has helped me grow tremendously because of that. Because I knew, and that's what, what I always told myself, I can always go back to the military. It's not that I want to or find another job. Yes. But if I go all in right now, I will never mm. regret it. I won't wake up at 40 years old, 50 years old, regretting something. So that's something I always told myself. I never want to regret something. The decisions I make today, even if they are not the best ones in one or two years from now, I won't regret them. These decisions I made today, they are, are okay. But seeking discomfort, seeking not the usual route, but the route of the most resistance, that's what's bringing you closer to where you want to go. Not always super fast because you need to dig through the shit first, but then you will see the fruits are always behind the most difficult things. Wow, the fruits are always behind the most difficult things. Yes. So that means we should just, you know, take the risk and follow our hearts, follow what we want to achieve in life and don't stay in the comfort zone, yeah. basically. Yeah, and yeah. It, everyone has a different route. And I also see with my clients that I might be probably the biggest risk taker and that's okay. Because I'm not going to to tell them, like, you need to take risks and go all in. Hey, everyone has his own barriers and they should decide for themselves. But if I look at myself, taking those risks are for me one of the most fulfilling, also the most stressful, but also the most fruitful things in life. Mm. Because I grew so quick in personal development, not always money-wise, personal-wise so quick, that would give me so much uh, results in the long term that I'm yeah, completely sure of. Yes. And do you, do you believe that everyone is destined for, for greatness or for great things? Or do you believe that some people are also meant to, you know, do the small things of life? Yeah. What's your perspective or opinion on that? Yeah, I know most of the people think the second one, like that also some people are here for the small things. I'm not really uh, into that. I truly believe everyone has a certain mission in life and doing great mm -hmm. things. And great things doesn't always have to be reached thousands of people. It could also be the most beautiful 
father in the in the house in terms of like the best father in the family or something like that. Mm-hmm. I also think that's a great thing. Great thing. It's not always a lot of people, but like really valuable stuff in your own environment. But I also know that we need people who are only for the small things. Otherwise, the society is not running. So mm-hmm. it's okay that people don't seek for that. I am not really someone who is just trying to pull that out of them. But if they are willing to seek for more, I'm more than willing to help them guide through that way to seek for it. Because it would be a shame if they are open for it and they cannot find someone to guide them through it and then they get stuck. And that's a shame. If you don't really want to or not open to it, and that's okay, and that's your uh, journey. Some people wake up at 50 and then realize, shit, what did I do? And that's cool as well. I'm focusing on never regretting things myself. And if people see the same at whatever age it is, feel free to join and we move forward together. Yes, yeah, that would be so great. But apart from everything we've been talking about so far, what do you think is stopping people from achieving their goals in life? Like people that have, you know, great dreams and aspirations in life and wake up at 50, like you said, with, and realizing, oh, I've not done anything. What do you think is stopping them or has stopped them from achieving that desire or dream that they had? Yeah, so it's um, it's overthinking for sure, but overthinking always comes from some fear. And these fears are most of some fear of rejection, fear of failure. And fears, in my opinion, are good signs because that means that greatness is behind those fears. And what most people do is overthink, overthink, analyze, 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 and then they don't do anything at all. So if they just feel like they do something, make it easy for yourself, make the smallest step possible, and just move forward. So if I want to build a company, I can really think like, I really don't know what to do and how to build it. Or I can just do the first step and just write myself, I can sign myself in with Chamber of Commerce, and I have a company. Okay, what is next? I'm not sure yet, but I will figure it out. That's also a way to do it. And that's what most people do who are taking action, have a strong mindset. They don't know what they do, but they just do what they want to do. And they make more results in the short term than people who know a lot about it, but then don't take action because they think too much about it. Yeah, so we should know if I think it's just take little actions, like you said earlier, take small steps at a time. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So we didn't get to talk about um, pure performance units. Can you tell me about this? Like what's pure performance units and yeah. what is it? Um, how can people, you know, subscribe to this or do stuff with it? Yeah. So the pure performance unit is a, is a special place. It's a, it's a small group of men, male entrepreneurs who already mm-hmm. have some success in business, but uh, are really trying to get the most out of themselves as a man. And the reason why I just have a man only group is because one, right now, it's a huge attack on masculinity, on men. Like, a, being a real man is bad and it's attacking and all these things. I just want to create a safe place for men that they really can explore themselves, express themselves, and see that the pressure they feel on their backs is not always necessary. And also see that it's not always about perfect action, but also sometimes failing and failing together and all these things. Because most men think... They need to be better than the next one and the next one and the next one while they don't want to, but they feel like that society asks them to do. And that brings a lot of pressure. And there's also like a huge suicide rate for men, young men, uh, because they cannot find their mission. They feel so much pressure and then they feel like worthless. And what I want to create is a safe space where we can talk about all the things 
that they probably never talked about before or have a difficulty talking about it, where we share vulnerable stories, painful stuff, going through the, yeah, the depth of their uh, fears. But from there, we can yeah, make them stronger men. A stronger man can create stronger families, and then we are back on the same mission. Wow, that's yeah. great. And how can people join this? How can people, you know, join this community yes. of, of men? Yes, so it's a, it's a private community, which is right now invite only. So if people, for example, listen, they feel like, whoa, I was always searching for something like this. Let's yeah. have a chat on, for example, my uh, Instagram. And then I will see if, if you re- will be a right fit for the community. Because it's an invite only group, like a brotherhood, like a really strong group where it's necessary that you bring the value to the table as well. So it's not like everyone can join, but we are really specifically looking for guys where we see that they are bringing value to the group. And yeah, because it's a, it's a really in-depth personal experience with other men. And if you are just in it for yourself, that's not going to work. If you're just in it for yourself and helping others, hey, that's okay. If you then also meet the right requirements, being an entrepreneur, making X amount of money, uh, having a certain business. Hey, okay, cool. Now we can discuss how you can add value to the table as well so that we all benefit from your presence and you will benefit from our presence. And that's like a win-win situation. Yes, yes. That's a wonderful platform yeah. for every man to be on. Yes, yeah. yes. So as a closing question, I would love you to just reflect back and think about your 11-year-old self back then. What are like some advice that you give to your 11-year-old self from your experience so far in life right now? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a really good question. So from one side, I would tell myself, hey, I'm super proud of you and what you've done and, and just move forward like you did. That's one side. Mm-hmm. But the other side would tell me, hey, the way you act and behave right now, never ever let someone else uh, make a change in that because I can recall to that age I was like unapologetically myself I was not thinking about how to behave how to act all these things I was just me I was open-minded for everyone and then in the years after when I get bullied I was just closing myself I was becoming introverted while I'm an extrovert person and I was really not being myself until like two years ago I made a huge shift but I truly believe that children never should really change themselves for who they are because of what society thinks about them or what people think about them. All these things, just express yourself who you are and figure out the way you like to be. And that would be like my uh, my tip. Well, thank you so much, Rowan. I really appreciate everything I've been to learn from you today. And I also appreciate the fact that a pure man is being who you truly are, finding who you are and becoming that person. Yeah. I learned that from you today and I really appreciate that. Thank you Good so man, much. Thank you. Wow. wow. You made it to the very end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm grateful for your time, your love and your contributions. Subscribe, like, review and share this podcast. God bless you. Bye. Bye.